0: We're coming to you from the holy city, the spiritual city, the spiritual capital of the world, and soon-to-be financial capital of the world as well, Jerusalem, Israel. Yes, we're coming to you from the place where God God lives, God is, but enough religion. And if you've got any questions or comments, we got a great show. First of all, <laughs> I'm not going to make questions or comments because you're just going to eat all this information up. It's an unbelievable show, but first. If you have any questions or comments, and some of you do, feel free to email me at Aaron A A R O N at Lighthouse with an L, lighthousecapital.co.il. i l. That's Aaron at lighthousecapital.co.il, i l. Or you can check me out on the web at www dot That's www dot dot com. dot com. So guess what? Your investing performance. You know what? It's all based on your perspective, okay? Now, I want to tell a funny story about my children. (laughs) I'm sort of into that because, you know, you take what you can get. So, recently we were sitting around the table eating eating family dinner, and I noticed that my teenage son was drinking Snapple tea. Now, those of you who live in America, that's pretty common sight to drink Snapple. In Israel, Snapple is not the iced tea of choice. Um, there are other iced teas, which are cheaper and they have to import Snapple and not too many people drink it. So we were, I was actually on a baseball road trip with my son in the summer a few months ago and he was like eating it up. He, everywhere we went, he just, you know, with the target or Seven Eleven or Safeway or whatever it was, he was just buying Snapple everywhere. Cause it was like dirt cheap. Now, um, All of a sudden, I notice right at dinner, he's drinking Snapple. I'm like, did you bring that back with you from America (laughs) in your suitcase? He goes, no, I bought it here. I'm like, why would you buy it here? It's a fortune. And he's like, no, it's seven shekel for the bottle. And it usually is 12 shekels. So he was like all happy. And I said, wait a second. You paid seven shekel for a bottle of Snapple where you can get like one of the competitive brands. A one and a half liter bottle. It's like three times as much as he got for like four shekels. So he paid almost twice as much for a third of the liquid. So I said it costs almost five times as much when you add it all up. He looked at me like I was an alien. And he said, huh? That's what he always says, huh? And he always looks at me like an alien. He goes, it's usually 12 shekels and I got it for seven. So I hit the jackpot. I did a great job. Purchase, I made a phenomenal purchase, right? I saved five shekels. He says, I'm saved almost 50% off the regular price. And then his sister chimed in. She's like, dad, what are you talking about? Right? He saved five shekels and it's really, really cheap. So I was like scratching my head. Now I've thought about this back and forth. Now, in, obviously the fact that my, his sister came to his defense, that was the best thing that came out of this. There's no question, right? When two teenagers actually defend each other and one is a boy and one's a girl, you know, I guess, you know, your friend's what is it, your friend's enemy is your friend or something, your enemy's enemy is your friend. So I guess when they're both ganging up on their father, so all of a sudden their relationship changes and they become friendly and they defend each other. Go figure. Um but what struck me really was that the success depends on your your perspective. For me, buying the Snapples complete and total waste of money because he got ripped off because you could have you bought a decent alternative for significantly less money than he spent, whereas for him and for his sister, they saved almost 50% off the regular price, and they're like, cha-ching, this is fantastic. Okay, This lesson of perspective can be applied to your investments as well. When it comes to investing, if you ask the public, the general public, to gauge how their portfolio is performing... They're going to answer, they're doing such and such compared with the five, S&P 500 index, right? That's what the financial media has, has convinced us so that's like the be-all end, be and end-all of investing, the S&P, the S&P 500. Now, when you compare your performance to an index, that's called benchmarking. Until a few years ago, the average retail investor actually had no idea, had no concept what benchmarking was, and only professional, sort of professional fund managers used to use it just to see for them how they were performing. But as do-it-yourself investing became the rage, benchmarking took off due to the financial media, basically. It's a tool to convince investors to leave your advisor and do it yourself, and you can do just as well or better than the benchmark, and you don't have to pay so much money. You're listening to The Aaron Katzman Show. We speak to you about your life, your money, and your investments. If you've got any questions or comments, feel free to contact me. By email at Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, at Lighthouse with an L, lighthousecapital.co.il. That's Aaron at lighthousecapital.co.il. You can check me out on the web at www.aaroncatsman.com That's dot aaroncatsman.com And we're speaking about what? We're speaking about perspective, right? And that in life, financial decisions... Often, are you know, whether you get a good deal or not, is also based on perspective. And in terms of investments, it's also based on um, your perspective. Now, we were speaking about benchmarking, which is a way to determine sort of how your investments are performing versus some larger um, index, some larger benchmark that you have. Okay? Now, what the push towards benchmarking misses is what we were talking about earlier, perspective. There are many reasons individuals decide to invest their money. There's no question that performance is important. But I say the real benchmark is how your portfolio is doing vis-a-vis your goals and your needs. Many pundits in the media will say that you have to keep up with your benchmarks. Well, I'm saying it's more important that the retiree who needs to generate $20,000 a year get that, much more, get that much or more. For that retiree, getting more than $20,000 is outperforming. Not long ago, I sat with a client whose portfolio had generated the low income that she needed and was preserving capital. She was like really, really risk-averse. She didn't like the thought of stocks or anything like that. And her 30% in stocks was designed to keep up with inflation. That's the only reason she had it. However, the market, obviously, over the last few years, has done pretty well. And she only made a small part of that upside. And she called me up claiming that she was underperforming the market and she was unhappy with her returns. So I told her, well, you're comparing apples and oranges or kumquats and bananas, whatever it is, right? Why? Because your portfolio is about capital preservation and generating income, right? It's not being about aggressive growth and you know, trying to double your money. It's not about capital appreciation at all. That's not what she wanted. So benchmarking tells people they should be keeping up, and that's not always in their best interest, right? That they've been sold a bill of goods in many, in many respects. In fact, I met with somebody just earlier today, before taping this. This is not coming to you live, by the way. This is t- pre-recorded, a pre-recorded podcast. Say that fast, really, five times, really fast. And she was telling me that her, she was moving her account over to me, and she said her previous advisor said that she was keeping up with the, uh, the market. And I'm like, well, that's really interesting because 50% of your money was in cash or in bonds. So to say that you're keeping up with the market and all you do is own a few mutual funds, you know, that's sort of spin, right? But he, she didn't know what he was talking about and he convinced her, but had no rhyme or reason again with even the portfolio that she had. So, you know, again, perspective, it's about perspective. Now, investors need to keep perspective about their per portfolio performance. If you've got specific goals and needs, it's way more important to make sure your per, your portfolio, your investments are in line with those goals so that you can achieve whatever it is you set out to accomplish and that you have your invest you know that's way more important than having all your money invested in in high-tech stocks because if you're wrong right? Your dream retirement is, you know, right down the toilet. And you're going to have to keep working or, or, or what have you you're have to work on that cruise. You'll be a bus boy on the cruise that you want to take in. You wanted to take in retirement. You didn't want to work on the cruise, right? You didn't want to be like Julie from the love boat. You want to enjoy, you want to be one of those guests. So there are multiple ways to look at, you know, buying iced tea for some, it's a bargain. And for others. You could buy something a lot cheaper. Keep that in mind when you're analyzing your portfolio as well. You should focus on how you're doing vis-a-vis your goals and not always get hung up on how the stock market is doing. Take it from me. I I see it all the time, and it's a real big mistake because people end up saying, well, I didn't do so well, and then they end up taking upon themselves a lot more risk than they bargained for. Um, They don't achieve what they want to achieve. And when the markets go against them, markets do drop, ladies and gentlemen. They get all, you know, all out of sorts and they start, you know, kicking and screaming, but they did it to themselves. So keep your perspective, keep your head, stay rational, and don't always fall prey to what is being peddled by the financial media. That's it, right? That's pretty good advice though, right? What can I tell you? You came to the right place. You've been listening to the Aaron Katzman Show with your host. That's me, Aaron Katzman. If you've got any questions or comments, once again, feel free to email me at Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, at lighthouse, with an L, lighthousecapital.co.il. That's Aaron, at lighthousecapital.co.il. Or you can check me out on the web at www.aaronkatzman.com. That's www.aaronkatzman.com, aaronkatzman.com. It's been a pleasure speaking to you, and we'll see you real soon.